Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back. I was at an ordination service. I led music for for the service itself. And I was thinking, I really need maybe to clarify some things. Um, Mainly because it gets really confusing some days. Um, Have you ever wondered why people have to be ordained? Um, This particular ordination service was for deacons. Um, Have you ever wondered why? And, by the way, there are people who are licensed. Now, that's mainly in the United States. The gold standard is ordination. And even though there's extra categories in some faiths or or some uh, denominations, ordination is pretty much the standard. Now, I'm going to run some ideas past you. Just some thoughts. I went into this pretty deep in the... uh, podcast I've done earlier called How to Make a Preacher Creature. But uh, I think I think it's worth revisiting and just looking at the the deaconship. Okay. And as well as the pastoral type situation. Now, I'm not going to go into the depth of the qualifications of deacons and bishops, because I believe Paul did a the job, the classification on that, uh, especially when he's talking to Timothy and explaining, hey, this is kind of what a pastor needs to be doing and needs to look like. Now, the uh, kind of the start of ordination really goes into the book of Acts. Uh, and specifically for uh, deacons because basically the apostles were in Jerusalem were really busy teaching the word uh, and uh, because they had been with Jesus right and they were so busy that evidently there was maybe the possibility of some of the widows of a specific group of widows being neglected and they were basically tell, complaining, saying, "Look, you know, we're not we're not getting a fair shake in the in the rations and so forth." And widows, that was pretty dang important back then because if you didn't have assistance, you would die. I mean, yeah. So the apostles got together and they said, "You know, man, we, you know, we really need to we need some help." And so. They got together and they and they they talk about it and they talk about the, you know we need some guys that are strong in the word full of the Holy Spirit, um, really trustworthy. Uh, one of the most famous deacons is Stephen. Stephen gets stoned and everybody knows about that. And the apostle Paul, who is at that time called Saul, Shaul, in Hebrew, was standing there holding everybody's coats while Stephen was getting. Now, what's the main difference between, uh, and and to be honest, as far as classifications, uh, 
these uh, the difference between a deacon and uh, and a uh, and a pastor or a bishop is that the bishop his primary function like the apostles were talking about is teaching the word and growing the congregation that way it's equipping and by the way at this point in in the new testament these were not offices they didn't go oh look at you okay so you got a you got a pastor you know you've been ordained as a as a pastor now now here's a hundred thousand dollars uh you know a year they you know they didn't do any of that um now, there's people that'll t be really quick to tell you, well, uh, workman's worthy of his hire. You know, don't, don't, don't tread, don't muzzle the ox that's treading out the grain. You know, you're, they're, they're, they're supposed to get paid. Well, Paul said they could get paid. Yeah. And that it's worthy if they're doing a good job to, for them to get paid. It didn't say anything about them paying for everything. It didn't say a thing about paying 100% of every, everything. Now, um, that's another thing, and that's a diatribe of another day where uh, uh, professional ministry has a massive complication in that when in that uh, one a, a, a pastor goes in and everything he's got is getting paid by the church. Church effectively has got him by the throat. Uh, anytime anybody can shut off your electricity. Uh, with with one vote, uh, you know, or you know, stop paying you. Uh, that's pretty, you know. Now, people be very quick. To say, oh well, that would be you know just horrible and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, it would be, and it happens. I've seen stuff like that happen. So the issue is, um, and everything's a little different. But back to the Bat Cave. So um, ordination for bishops is for serving and focusing on the ministry of the word it's supposed to be that the deacon is ordination for service in uh, basically making sure that things get done so to speak um, in this case food had to get distributed to the right people uh, as a matter of fact, I think it might have been Peter who said that it it's, doesn't behoove us to neglect the teaching of the word to go wait tables, which is one reason why deacons came about. Now, by the way, these were functionaries. I like that word, and I didn't think that one up. That's actually, uh, get that from Dwight Pryor. He called them functionaries because really it was a task when you were ordained. And by the way, ordained sounds so, so mystical. And it's really not. Um, and the word ordain is not in the New Testament very much. I think it's like five mentions. Ordained, past tense, is in there, I think about 20 plus but it's still and it uses several different words but the issue is this when someone's ordained they're set apart for a task they're given special recognition for that task um you don't want any 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 just 
Joe uh, taking care of of the widows and stuff and giving them food and stuff because and, and taking care of stuff because they might not do it <laughs> or they might totally uh, rob somebody or something like that so so the the um, the word is vetting but basically the uh, examination process is really really tight for these people for both sets but again these were not professional designations in the very beginning and yes Paul did say that preachers could get paid but I don't think he was necessarily talking about from now on forever and ever amen um, but anyway nowadays now let's you know let's kind of fast forward down the down the way a couple of thousand years today it's very different today it's a professional designation ordination is a professional designation and it's it's different than licensing now let me see right here that I am licensed by the state of Texas okay actually by a church in the state of Texas but a church that was recognized by the state of Texas as a church so that I can marry and bury people and I am licensed it says to the gospel ministry which means I'm a preacher that's what that means now is this designation in the Bible no no it's absolutely not it's not anywhere in there so why so why, why do I you know why do you have this thing well Part of that has to do with uh, with a thought process, and this is all secular. I'll be quite honest. well. It's, 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 this is church thinking in secular ways. All right, so this is a, a church group thinking in secular ways. A license is basically um, enables an individual, as I mentioned, within a state that they're licensed in to marry and bury people and that's pretty much it um, and they can preach okay now to be quite honest with you do you have to have a license to preach no you really don't a church can have anybody they want up at that pulpit but in general terms they really like to have people who are licensed because what that means is a church because a church has to vote to license you and essentially what they do is they say this you know, we notice you have some gifts that are gifts from the God, from God Himself. That you're strong, and you know, or a person of the Holy Spirit, and you and you love Jesus, and you're trying to follow Jesus, and and do what He wants in your life, and that He that you belong to Him. So we see all these things in you. So we're going to go ahead and license you. Uh, and normally, normally, when someone is licensed, it leads to orda being ordained. Now, a lot of denominations do all this at once. In the United States, some states recognize other states' licensure. And you only have to be licensed to marry and bury somebody. So if you got a brother or sister in a different state and you're licensed, you can go up there and you can marry them you know, or bury them. And everything's cool. 
other states, it's different. Other states may require you to be ordained. Um, depending on what denomination you are, it has a lot to do with what you can and cannot do when you're licensed or ordained. And or ordained. I know in many Baptist circles, you you can't do the Lord's Supper, which is one of you know two huge uh, sacraments. Uh, there's baptism and the Lord's Supper um, in Baptist circles. Not all of them, but many Baptist circles. And you can't do the Lord's Supper unless you're ordained. Why? I have no blooming idea. There's nothing in, in the Bible that indicates that at all. That indicates, you know, thou shalt make sure that this man is ordained before he gives the Lord's Supper. It doesn't say that. It's not in there. So, the, uh, now, as I mentioned, some states, believe it or not, at least in the U.S., uh, require you to be both licensed and ordained and sometimes they, they insist you be licensed in the state you're going to do the service in so uh, now this is all secular stuff this is basically especially in the US that's, that's all secular stuff because essentially, when when you do a ceremony, and you know you got to sign the uh, the marriage certificate as a minister, and you have to be recognized by a church that is recognized by the state. <laughs> so, gets kind of gets kind of touchy. Now, in other countries, that's really not the case. Um, they don't have, I don't even know if they even have licensure in places. It's mainly ordination. And ordination seems to be, as I mentioned before, the gold standard. Because I think generally, um, in, in most states and in most countries, if you're ordained, then as long as your denomination is recognized by that country, then you're good to go. Now, here's here's an, an interesting thought. Okay, I'm going to run this past you. Because deacons don't do any of that stuff. Deacons, basically, at least in Baptist circles, just administer the Lord's Supper and assist with baptism. Okay? Now, Pastors, ordained individuals who are ordained as pastors, can do baptisms and Lord's Supper. Deacons don't do baptism. They assist with baptism, but they don't do the baptism. And, uh, and this is mainly, I'm thinking, in, in Baptist circles, per se. Uh, and... Uh, They'll administer the elements and, and take uh, take the, well, usually it's grape juice or wine, and the bread to shut-ins 
and things and and they're able to administer the Lord's Supper for shut-ins and nursing homes and things like that super important super important uh, now that's just the tip of the iceberg though they do a whole ton of other stuff and in some places probably things they shouldn't be doing but anyway the uh, the interesting thing is this there's a there's definitely in the New Testament in the book of Acts a separation between a ordination or at least designation because when, when you use the word ordain that's really you're just saying set apart this person set apart for this specific task this is this is what they do in the Lord and the church has designated it that way there's a separation um, I think it's obvious in the New Testament that Stephen who was a deacon was an awesome preacher um, is there any reason why a deacon can't preach the word I don't think so although that's not their primary focus their primary focus is servanthood and making things and in, in making things happen happening under the you know kind of below and behind the surface now the bishops elders they're the ones that are supposed to be teaching that's what they're supposed to be doing now why do I say this because at one point, uh, and again, I'm, I'm licensed, not ordained, I was considered for deaconship ordination. And I was asked. I, I was, I was, my name was put in as a candidate because I try to do what I can do within the church I'm at. Now, at the time, um, I was you know, super honored. I went and I t you know, talked to the committee and I just explained I kind of explained it this way that I didn't feel impressed by the Spirit in that direction and that I was already licensed to the gospel ministry so my license was in my opinion for me doing plenty that's really for me the sweet spot now Odd as it sounds, you know, I'm, I'm, I like that. Now, is it in the Bible? No. <laughs> no, it's really not. But uh, it allows me to, uh, to be the preacher, the minister that I need to be. Now, here's the, uh, here's the kicker. I thought at some point in my life, that I would be ordained as a pastor. So I explained that to the deacon committee. I said, I'm super flattered. I'm very honored. Um, I feel like that if I am ordained one time, someday, it's going to be as a bishop or elder, however you want to look at that. Same word. Now, the statement to me was this. Well, how about you become a deacon now and then later you can be ordained a bishop or an elder 
that was weird. I'll be honest. Now they were very sweet people, but that's that's weirdness. Okay, so that's or ordination collection collecting. Here's my thought process on ordination. You need to get with God and figure out what it is your your blooming gift is. Because if you want to be ordained as a bishop, then you don't need to be ordained as a deacon. And if you are wanting to be ordained as a deacon, you don't need to be ordained as, as an elder. And here's another thought. Because there is a, de a definite separation in the New Testament, in the book of Acts, on those two tasks. And the other thing is, is, uh, now, is this. Hey, if there's a deacon and he says, you know, I feel like God is changing my focus and I think I want to be an elder now. Dandy. Then take that little um, deacon ordination, you know, certificate and give it to the church and tell them, I would like to be considered as a bishop candidate. Now, because here's what you're here's what you're saying. You're saying the Lord has told me I'm no longer a deacon. If you're wanting to go to <laughs> to be a elder or bishop, a pastor, all the same thing. Then essentially you're not you're you're telling yourself and God you're not a deacon anymore so you don't need that certificate anymore you give it back and then you go that direction and you pursue that otherwise you're just being wishy-washy you're just being double-minded in your head you're, you, why? why collect ordinations? that's retarded um also, think about this process. Same thing. Now, there is nothing. I don't. I don't see anything in in the word that would prevent a pastor from doing some of the tasks that a deacon is doing and assisting the deacons in their job. I don't. For crying out loud, a pastor is a servant. They're they're all servants of of the church. An ordination is a blooming ordination. The only the the difference now, this is this is where where it's going to sound like oh well you're being a little one sided aren't you you're being you're being a little stuck up now aren't you yeah yeah, yeah I can see, I see where you're coming from, but follow me. A pastor should be able to assist the deacons in their duties if he needs to or if they need him to and should be willing to do that without having to give up the pastoral order unless he's unless he's saying you know i just blame and don't need to be a pastor anymore then he needs to give back his pastoral ordination he says you know i really feel like god wants me to be a deacon so then you can go to the church and say hey i'd like to be ordained a deacon if 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 that's okay you know go to the chief of the you know head of the deacons and the deacon body and just ask them. But don't hold on to your pastoral stuff. Let's just say you're going to be a really, really educated deacon. 
because a lot of deacons do end up teaching in the church, but they do not teach the entire congregation. That's the main, I think, a difference. But there's no indication that I can see. It, it does say that they need to be uh, strong in the word. Uh, and it, that, if you listen to, to Stephen's speech in Acts, it's very, very evident. He was very strong in the word. And there's, uh, I think, uh, in general, the teaching belongs to the elders, and they need to be in charge of that, and the service of the people in the church is kind of up to the deacons, and it's going to belong to them. Now, a lot of people don't see that distinction very well. They just don't. And they think it's silly to even worry about it. But here's what I'm saying. Being, uh, people need to be honest with God in what they're doing. I have not been called, and, and to this point, have not been led by the Lord to go any further in my ministry in ordination. And so I, haven't just, I just haven't done it. I also know a ton of people who have been ordained and don't use it anymore. They're not working in a church anymore. Well, why do they still have their certificates? They haven't given it back. Why not? Well, in a lot of Baptist circles, it's for life. In a lot of, and this is kind of what I like about liturgical groups, uh, you know, Episcopal, Lutherans, so, is that if you leave the ministry, a lot of times, you know, they'll get that thing back. You're not ordained anymore <laughs> because you don't need to be. So anyway, why is that such a big deal? It, it really, uh, it really has to do with just understanding the functions that people have in the church. Here's what I, here's, and, and, and again, here's, here's the thing I'm going to leave you with. Whether they're ordained as an elder or ordained as a deacon, their job is to equip the church so the church and, its, and the church body can thrive and do ministry. The ministry they do is equipping the people. The people are the ones that go out and do the ministry. That's the way God designed it. God never designed for, for ministers to do all the ministry. You're supposed to, people in the pews are supposed to be doing the ministry. The people in the pulpit are supposed to be helping the people in the pews do the ministry. Amen? So, with that in mind, hopefully that didn't get too convoluted, I want to encourage you that if you feel God pulling you in direction of a to be a, a pastor, God love you. If you uh, feel pulled in to be a deacon, God love you. Um, but be honest with yourself and with God as to what ministry you're doing. And don't get ordained if you don't absolutely have to. Otherwise, I mean, why can't you just do ministry without it? Um, there's a thought. But anyway, 
keep on keeping on. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your life.